listening to Your Bright Future with Mrs. J and Mr. LD, a Loveridge counseling podcast connecting home, school, and family. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Your Bright Future. This is Mrs. J, and I'm here with Mr. LD. Hello, how are you out in podcast land? We have got another great episode for you today about something that's super important, um, especially at this age level where we're dealing with sixth and seventh grades. But really, it's something we can all benefit from refreshing and hearing. Um, it's been kind of a buzzword lately where people talk about uh, talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just wanted to dig in a little bit to growth mindset, growth sure. versus fixed mindset, um, because it's something that really can, like I said, benefit all of us. But especially as we're working with uh, your intermediate school students, we feel like that's one of the biggest things that we spend time <laughs> with, because um, it really does determine uh, the... Uh, success rate, yeah. I think, of kids. In fact, the um, the whole idea of growth versus fixed mindset came from a study on success. Mm. Carol Dweck, who uh, was the author of the original mindset book, that's what she was studying. She was studying, you know, why are some people so successful in certain areas and why in other times do people fail? And this was something, you know, she kept seeing these recurring ideas over and over again, that there was a, this and called it a growth mindset that people have that allows them to be successful despite failures, despite um, any of the hardships that maybe come their way. And so we just kind of want to teach you a little bit about what that is, like what is a growth mindset as opposed to a fixed mindset. And then um, we want to help you to kind of know ways that you can teach your kids um, about growth mindset. And there's a way, you know, this is this is not rocket science, <laughs> I don't think. In fact, when I first learned about it, I was like, well, it's kind of common sense. <laughs> but when you're emotional, when things are hard, you know, you don't always think about it. And and we tend to just, our personalities take over a little bit and we maybe sometimes get a little doomsday and yeah. like we start to catastrophize. But these are things that if we can keep it in our mind, it will it will definitely have an impact on us. For sure. And, and I love what you said that it is, so foundational. And, and like we talk about so often in these podcasts, sixth and seventh grade, seventh grade is such a great age to talk about this stuff because their habits or their thought patterns aren't set in stone. And, and, and the whole di- idea of this is that nobody's ever set in stone, but especially at this age, you know, 11, 12, 13, where they're kind of forming those habits, forming those neural patterns. You know, this, this sure. is a great idea habit to teach kids. Yeah, I love it. So let me tell you a little bit about what fixed mindset is first. So fixed mindset is a belief that your intelligence is set, that you're, mm-hmm. it's static, that you, you are the way you are. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, a lot of times we hear it uh, associated with math. Like, I'm just not good at math. Yeah, I just can't do math, definitely. right? Um, and it leads to a desire to look smart, but but maybe you avoid challenges because you don't think that you can pull through the challenge or you give up easily because when obstacles come you're you feel like I just can't do that so I'm I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna try to do that mm-hmm. um it helps you to you don't necessarily put as much effort in because you feel like that is it's not worth it like yeah. why should I if I can't do it there's no point in this homework yeah. that I'm doing because I just can't do math so why do I have to sit and do these <laughs> math assignments and practice it's ridiculous um, and a lot of times it takes it makes it hard to take criticism too and and so feedback that's meant to help you overcome and do better uh, people just take as kind of a, a 
character assassination mm-hmm. kind of. They're like, well, you're just you're insulting me because I'm bad at math, and yeah. so that's it. They take that hard, right? Um, and then they feel threatened by the success of others as well. So on the other hand, growth mindset, that is the belief that you can grow and you can change and that intelligence is uh, something that can be achieved over time, right? Um, and neuropsychology is backing that up now. We're learning that For your sure. brain is always capable of learning, making new connections and growing and stretching. So that's that's uh, in a whole other podcast, honestly. <laughs> but it leads to a desire to learn because you know that you're capable of learning, you can change, right? Um, It helps you to embrace the challenges that come your way and persist in the face of setbacks because you're not afraid of a challenge. You know that if you fail, it's not because you're stupid or you're fixed in any way. It's because you need to try something different and go in a different direction. Um, It helps kids to see that their effort is the way that they get better. Mm that they improve and that leads to mastery because they, the more they try, the more effort that goes into it, then the better they get at it. Um, and criticism then becomes something helpful to them. Like, Oh, I did this this way. You know, I, I messed up this carry in the math and then, you know, I got the steps wrong. Now I can try something different and do it the right way. Um, and they find lessons and inspiration in the success of others, which I like because yeah. it's not them saying, well, I, you know, that's them. They just do that. They, they can be inspired that someone else overcame a problem or a challenge and they can take from that. And so as a result, they get to reach even higher levels of achievement and gives them a greater sense of free will because they can choose their path. Right. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And that's, that's, we teach along with growth mindset, the power of choice mm-hmm. and the power of, you know, setting your goals and reaching for them. And so it all works hand in hand with each other. Yeah, no question. And, it, and it's, I love the idea that this is a process for all of us, right? right. I mean, and, and so I wanted to share some of the common myths about growth mindset. Um, there's, there's three of them that we just kind of found online that I definitely agree with. The first one is either you have it or you don't. So you're kind of stuck. And that kind of goes in the face of, of, of <laughs> that, that right there is growth versus fixed mindset. But so let's say right now you're listening, you're like, well, I always think, you know, I can't do this. Or my, my child always is saying, I can't, I can't, I can't. They're not stuck. You know, that, mm-hmm. that, that's the very idea of growth mindset that we could change, we could adapt. The second myth, growth mindset, is about being positive. And in that, there is an element to that. But it's not just, you know, put a smile on, turn that frown upside down. It's, it's that we could grow through obstacles, that mm-hmm. we could grow through tough things. It's not just putting a positive spin on stuff. Um, and the third myth, praise builds a growth mindset. And, and we'll talk a little bit about more about that in the kind of how you could teach it to your children. But... We just and in fact, be the important part of praising is how you praise. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times it's what you praise if you're praising the effort or if you're praising the outcome. Like th- those make a big difference. If For you're sure. saying, oh, you passed that test, great job. Then a lot of times kids start to think, well, that's the important part. Yeah. And so they'll cheat to get the passing grade, <laughs> right? Or something like that. Whereas if the effort's what's b- being praised, then they'll work even harder the next time, which... Um, which is, you know, that's a lot. We have to be careful as adults with children, like the way we, what we say and what we, how we do things, right? And it, it is so tricky just as a parent as and an educator. Obviously, I do this sometimes where we do praise, the and, and I read online, you know, praise the effort, not the results, or another way to say it, 
you know, that we process, that we praise the process instead of the product. Right. It's easy to praise the product. And, and, and let's be clear, if you're doing that, you're not bad. You're not damaging Absolutely your not. kid. But, but we just, a, a better way is to praise the process, praise the effort. And so, for example, you know, here's just a common dynamic. You could say, you know, good job. You're so smart. Which, again, who doesn't like hearing that? That, that is mm-hmm. not a bad thing. But the better way, the way we could help with the growth mindset where the kid, you know, our child, if they get 100% on their test and you say, oh, my gosh, you're so smart, that sets them up, you know, let's say down the road and they get a C or a D or or totally bomb the test, then that changes that, you know, in their whole mind, they're like, oh, my gosh. I'm not smart. Yeah, exactly. And and so we just got to be careful with that kind of stuff. And that's why praising the effort or the process is so important. So instead, some, you know, ways you could do that. Well, well done. I noticed how much you practiced, you know, being specific on, on the effort they're putting in. Or you could ask them, you know, again, you start with that good thing, you know, oh my gosh, that was amazing. You got a hundred percent on that. What helped you do that? You know, and then you, you put this process, you put the flashlight, put the shine, the spotlight on how they got there. And then they could say, well, I studied, you know, or maybe they didn't even study and they're just like, well, that just always coming easy to me. And then you could redirect and say, well, I, I, you know, last year you worked really hard or I noticed Or imagine what you could do if you really put some effort into, you know what I mean? Like you could be like, whoa, you did this without even trying? What what's possible for if you sure, did, could sure. have studied a little bit or something? So. And and I, I before we dig even more into kind of just ways to teach our kids, I I think it's good just to kind of share some personal examples. Sure. I I've definitely grown up I had. And often in my adult life, fixed mindset mm-hmm. moments. I, I could think of like the first time I like asked a girl out, you know, that like, and, and got rejected. Let's be clear about that. You know, I definitely fell into fixed mindset where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so ugly and awkward. Nobody would ever want to go out with me. I mean, that's kind of a silly, dramatic example, but one that many of our kids can relate to oh, for sure. and many of us can relate to. But obviously, you know, and, and there are people out there that get burned by relationships and, and obviously there's many layers to to that. Mm-hmm. But but sometimes, you know, to to simplify it, it can very much fall into the, you know, growth versus fixed mindset. And, and again, I'm oversimplifying there, but we just need to have that open mind. Same with trying out with sports teams. I remember I loved basketball, but I was never very good. And I would try out every year in high school <laughs> until my senior year, and I never made the team. But I kept trying in that one because my passion for it was so big. Right. And and I still enjoy basketball to this day. I, I realize I'm not I'm not Kobe Bryant or LeBron James or whoever. <laughs> Who is? But 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 again, that fixed versus growth mindset. Some examples I had. How about you, Tanya? Well, What's one or learn, two? Don't you learn how to have a growth mindset? For sure. I think, for sure. From those experiences. So I think I've always had a pretty strong growth mindset, like no, looking back. That's over, not surprising. Well, but I have a child who does not. <laughs> right. And that, that's been a big, uh, it, that's been interesting. And it's been a big challenge as far as my parenting goes. Cause I'm always like trying to be like very growth mindset and my kids just like, I can't like, mm-hmm. I can't. And so, so I've had to find ways, like a lot of these things we're sharing today mm-hmm. are things that I've tried with my child to be like, come on, let's be, let, you know, you're not stuck. You're young. You are, you're just growing. You're just growing. You have a lot of room for improvement right now and trying to get them to feel that way. But I do, you know, I'll, we do, like we said, everyone has a fixed mindset on some points, mm-hmm, right? Like mm-hmm. one of my ones that I think I'm really stuck on is like, I just feel like I can't lose weight by dieting. Mm. Like I just like an exercise doesn't do sure, anything sure. for me. 
Mm-hmm. And so, I, and I know it would. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, intellectually, I know if you go out <laughs> and you're running every day or you're doing something, then that's going to help you. But I just yeah. have this like block in my mind, like it's just not going to help me. Yeah. And so I never try. It's like yeah. like we were saying before, like what good is it going to do mm-hmm. me to go do that when it's mm-hmm. not going to work for me, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, we all have those areas, and and for sure, growth versus mind fixed mindset can vary from subject to subject. No right? question. Like you can be like, I, I can learn anything about math. That's mm-hmm. no problem. I'm, I can get better and better. But when it comes to exercise, no. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it, it really is something you have to apply to the more challenging areas of life. Which, no, I love that. Which and, we do. And like you said, you naturally, you know, growing up had that growth mindset, mm-hmm. but even with that, you still have some fixed areas. For sure. To, just reiterating, we all have room to improve, right? We all do. And, and some, so, so, so some specific ways we could kind of help our students or our children. I mean, first and foremost, and we talk about this a lot in every subject area, be a positive role model, right? You right. want to model this stuff um, because our children pick up so much more what they see us do than what we say. And, and to be clear, this might be hard for some of you and for some of us, right? You know, I include myself in that, but we we just always want to be striving to improve as well. The praise effort, not results, we kind of already talked about that, but I, fi- I find myself struggling with that. You know, it's so easy. It's so much easier to just say, oh my gosh, you're so smart. You know, I have a little preschooler that just is, <laughs> he's a little math whiz kid. hes I don't even teach him anything. He did just from football and Pokemon, he's doing math stuff. And, he knows and it's easy to just be like, you're a math genius, you know, <laughs> which isn't a bad thing, but it'd be, again, just a step better to say, how did you do that? You know, oh, I love that you took these Pokemon cards and were able to teach yourself, you know, how to do 60 plus 60 plus 60 and, and, and get specific, right? And then that reinforces that effort. Yeah. And it just takes a little bit more uh, focus as for us as adults to remember to take that mm-hmm. next step. Um, I, one of the things that's worked for me and my kids and my students here at school is uh, the power of yet. And, I, and you might've heard this because this is kind of one of the big like catchphrases that have come out of growth mindset and fixed mindset, but the power of yet. So instead of saying, you know, I, I can't, I just can't do this long division. I've tried, my, my teachers tried to teach me. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. You say, you just can't do it yet. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. you can't do it yet, mm-hmm. right? Because that leaves the door open. As soon as you say, I cannot do it, you, you're shutting the door on any kind of growth that you might have. But as soon as you say, yet, that is what leaves that door cracked for, you know, I don't have it right yeah, now, yeah. but I could have it eventually. It was interesting as we were kind of gearing up to do this podcast today, I was reading about Carol Dweck, who's the author of the Mindset uh, Studies. And she was talking about a college that was, she that gave a college course. And instead of giving a, you know, ABCDF grade, <laughs> they would give an ABC not yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if the kid failed the course, they weren't told, well, sorry, you're done. You failed. You're, you know, no good to us. They said, well, you don't, you haven't mastered this yet. Mm-hmm. And and she was like, I love that yeah, because it leaves that door open. Like mm-hmm. they maybe they could still put some effort in. They could still try. They mm-hmm. can still take the class again or whatever they need to do to be able to get that because it's not yet. And it made me think of our not passing grades here <laughs> at our school. I'm like, well, maybe we should change our NPs to NY, you know, <laughs> not yet. You haven't quite mastered that yet. So I love it. I love it. And just try it. Maybe the next time your friend, your you know child's kind of stuck in that fixed mindset saying, well, it's no good. I can't. I just can't do it. You know, say, well, what, what, what about this? You just can't do it yet. Yeah. And let's keep trying. 
No, there is power in that. Just in your brain. I mean, our own self-talk, right? I, I get, I've often fall into just negative cycles in my brain. And, and instead of just beating myself up, framing it differently where it will not yet, you mm-hmm. know, that, I mean, there, there's just power there that, that, that is. It leaves room impressive. for hope. Right. And mm-hmm. I think it can apply to all things, thinking of you and how you kind of care so much about the environment mm-hmm. and environmentalism mm-hmm. and wanting the climate to, you know, want us to care for our planet. For sure, for sure. You think about some of the things we're doing and you're like, Oh, it just seems so hopeless sometimes. But if you say, well, we haven't quite got that yet, yeah, yeah. yet right. But it's we true. can still try and we can still move forward. We can try to put some, some effort into that to have that good outcome. Yeah, and, and so. true in relationships and Everything. academics. Yeah, every aspect of yeah. life. I love that. Um, next one, it's okay to be wrong. You know, you can make mistakes. And we teach this a lot in our uh, in our lessons, We mm-hmm. te- that the power of failure, right? Like I often tell kids, like, uh, even if I had a magic wand in my hand and could wave it and make sure your life was perfect from here on out, I would not do that mm-hmm. because we learn so much from failure and we learn so much from hard things and that if we could do that, we would not want to do that. And because we would see how static our life would become and we would not grow, we would not change, we would not learn the super valuable life lessons that we need. And so when you are wrong, the next time you're wrong, the next time something goes badly, this next time something, you know, just devastates you, it's so important to ask yourself, like, what can I learn from this? Mm -hmm. How can I grow from this? And that's where the growth mindset comes in, because you look at every mistake and failure as a life lesson. Mm -hmm. Like, I, we know these things happen to everyone, but what is this, what does this mean to me? And how can I use it to boost myself to the next level? No, for sure. I I really enjoy Stoicism, the kind of ancient Greek philosophy, Mm -hmm. you know, by... Marcus Aurelius and other people, but one of the mantras that they have is the uh, obstacle is the way, mm-hmm. you know, and I've, I've been trying to adopt that more in my life because, you know, my life's not perfect like anyone, you know, we all have struggles and tough things in our lives, but when those come up, instead of just shutting down in my brain and being like, oh, it's too hard, you know, I, I, I can't do this, thinking how can I learn from this? You know, this is a moment. And and with tough people in your life, they could be, you know, instead of framing, oh, I really don't like that person. They drive me crazy. What can I learn from this person? I mean, that that's a Buddhist idea, too, that, you know, our greatest enemy is our greatest teacher. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's true, you know, not just people, but obstacles in our life can be our greatest teachers. Right. And, and that's such a growth mindset idea. And, and it could, it, I love it when I'm being my best self to grow my compassion as well. You know, when I'm having these personal obstacles or struggles that very much aligns with growth mindset, you think align yourself. I'm not alone. I know mm-hmm. other people are suffering and having a tough time with this and, and, you know, we could do it together. We could support each other. Right. Yeah. One of the C's of resilience, yep, too, for is sure. connection, right? For sure. It, all of what we do kind of ties together, but it's so nice to have these different frameworks mm-hmm. to kind of look at. Yeah. Um, and just teaching our children to try out new ideas and approaches. It's so easy to get, you know, with the, I, the definition of insanity we so often hear, where we try the same approach again and again and over again, and expecting the same result or a different result, but we get the same result, just helping them say, well, let's try it a little different. Let's tweak it a little bit, our approach, and, and just see if we could get different results. And, and, and this is a common theme I run into with, with some of my top tier students that they just shut down because they keep getting the same results, but they keep trying the exact same thing, yeah. whether that's with social stuff or personal stuff or school stuff. And, and again, just little tweaks, little be problem solving. Again, what if I tried this? You know, 
I haven't done it yet, but what if I just tweak it a little bit and try it a little bit different? And 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 just kind of having curiosity there. And again, that's it goes back to that emphasis on the process and the effort rather than the result. Right, right. And gives them a chance to see other paths mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. the path that they have been on is not working, right? Um, so here's some questions we found uh, that maybe could help you get into that process a little bit more yeah, or start to these. you know explore some different um, directions as your kids are coming to you with any kind of obstacle, any kind of setback, any kind of problem. Uh, what made you think hard today? Mm-hmm. I love that. What will cha- what, how will you challenge yourself today? You know, as you're sending them out mm-hmm. the door. Um, it's funny. My husband took a parenting class one time and they gave him a set of questions <laughs> like this. And for like three weeks afterwards, whenever my kids would come from school, he'd be like asking this. and we're like, where, why are you asking these weird questions? Your kids might give you a little bit of that too, but, but I'll tell you what, my kids sure did learn to appreciate mm-hmm. that because it was a good conversation And, and I love starter. that. I mean, yeah, exactly. And be explicit. You know, you could introduce this stuff and say, as a family, we're trying to, you know, we, we kind of got stuck in a rut right now. Wait, yeah. Let's, let's, you know, I want to have a better growth mindset. You know, I, the parent, but I'm also going to, I want this for all of us. This is a goal for all of us. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start asking you these questions. <laughs> and then you experience the big eye roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do, do it anyway. Just ask anyway. But then, so what can you learn from this experience or mistake? So that's when we talked about what would you do differently next time to make mm-hmm. things better? So that's the new path, right? Um, what else do you want to learn? What strategy can you try? Who can you ask for honest feedback? Did you work as hard as you could have? If it was too easy, mm-hmm. how can you make it more challenging? Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, th- that's for those kids who uh, who sometimes it is easy. And they're like, I didn't study at all. And mm-hmm. I got a great mm-hmm. grade, right? You can ask them, well, what can you do to make it more challenging? That gives uh, the impetus on them to oh, uh, regulate their own growth, right? Like you don't just have to do what the teacher is asking you to do. You could actually do more mm-hmm. if you wanted to grow in that area. Um, did you hold your? Did you hold yourself to high expectations, or did you accept good enough? Mm. Love that one, right? Yeah. Um, did you ask for help if you needed it? That's so important. I've got so many kids who come in and and I ask them, you know, did you ask your teacher for help? And they say no. And I'm like, that's what your teachers yeah. are for. You've got to ask for help, right? What can you do to manage distractions? That's mm. a big one. Have you reviewed your work or or logic for errors or flaws? Are you proud of the end result? And then why or why not? And really dig into that process. And then what's the next challenge to tackle? So good questions, right? And I think, again, it just brings it back to you have the power within yourself to kind of direct the the growth that you have in your life. And also it goes back to, like, we can all change a process, Mm -hmm. right? We might not always be able to affect the end result, but we find that through the process, we can Mm -hmm. get the result we want, right? Yeah, for sure. And, and again, just conversation starters, that, that impetus, like you said, to, to help us, you know, as parents and educators with our own, and and this will help us model that, right? And have those conversations through those eye rolls, you know, we we can, we're used to those. We could go through those growth mindset, right? We we could handle those eye eye rolls and those little awkward moments with our teens. And and that will happen. But we, like I said at the beginning, this is the age to do it. It's it's much easier. Obviously it's easier to do it, you know, when they're four, but they're not four anymore. So, but it's much easier in intermediate school than in high school or as young adults, you know, and 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 it's never too late to start. Exactly. Even us as adults, you know, I just learned about this research, 
you know, the beginning of my school counseling career. So it was like been 10, 12 years ago. Um, but, but I've still tried, you know, you for still sure, try to put these sure. things in your life because you see how helpful and you yeah. see the research and you hear, you know, you see, you know, it, like I said, it's kind of common sense when mm-hmm. you really start to dig into it. And it's like, oh yeah, it, it's, it's true. Um, but yeah, I love it. I love yeah. it. So hopefully this got, these things are going to help you. Um, I think I am going to put, I'll put some links on our, um, on the podcast notes. Oh, I love that. And that way, if you want to go get these questions or if you want to get the, um, more information about growth mindset, then you can always just go do a Google search mm-hmm, and get plenty, mm-hmm. plenty, plenty of information. Um, Carol Dweck's book is really a great book mm-hmm. to read, uh, mindset. And so if you, and there's a great, great Ted talk too on oh, cool, the power cool. of yet. So if you want to Google that too, that is a really great resource and can kind of help solidify some of these things. But, but we want to thank you for tuning in and listening to us because you can, I don't know if you can tell, but we're a little bit passionate about mm-hmm. some of the things that we talk about. And so um, that if we can create this partnership with you as parents at home so that we, our, our kids are hearing the same message and consistent messages, that's what we love. We yeah. love, I love, it's one of my favorite things that I love. When I have a kid in my office and I start to talk about a growth mindset or something, oh yeah, my mom told me no, that. for sure. Don't you for love sure. that? Yep, I mean, that's definitely. the best because I'm like, your mom's right. Yeah. They're right. That they, you need to listen to your mom or your dad or whoever it is. But I just that's one of my favorite things is when we build those connections between us. So, yeah. um, so again and again, uh, like we always do, just please uh, let friends, neighbors, family know about the podcast. We want to uh, get it out there as much as we can. Mm -hmm. And we appreciate and love any feedback that you have for us or questions or anything you'd like to see us address in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I I recently had a an adult coming up to me and just say, I listened to your podcast. It was about the one about control, focusing on control. And they're just like, oh my God, I needed that with my kid right now at home, you know, focusing on what I can control and not. And we love hearing that kind of stuff. And, And give us ideas of other things that, you know, with our, experience here as counselors over 10 years and any, any of the subjects you want us to tackle we, we'd love to hear that and you could email either of us just on the website as yep well. we're always available our doors always open so thank you guys enjoy yep thank you 